You're here, which means that you've found spirit crumbs, leading you to your inner light worker. I will be sharing how these tiny little hints from the universe have led me to where I am today. I hope that by hearing my story and the stories of others, you'll pick up your own spirit crumbs along the way that will lead you to somewhere magical. Thanks for coming along for the journey. Let's see where it takes us. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Spirit Crumbs. I am your host, Andrea McCallum, and I am an artist and a healing energy facilitator. Today, I was going to talk about worthiness and the different aspects of that. I'm still going to touch on it a little bit at the beginning, but what I'm actually going to share is the outcome of me actually sticking with my plan to take Thursday off this week and kind of what that did in terms of spirit crumbs and how I was feeling since then and just in general what it did for leading me in a new direction. I just want to start by saying that worthiness is something that is a long-term path that's different for all of us. So the thing that I just wanted to say about it is that I feel we sometimes forget, myself included, that worthiness is inherent. We are worthy because we exist, period. And I think in terms of doing work around it, it is just an active process of deconditioning and going through where any beliefs of unworthiness may have come from. Usually it's from childhood or just from things you've heard in society and in your life. But I just wanted to say that the reason that this is coming up in terms of my path and the choices I've been making recently is that I'm kind of lucky that I tend to do things more based on how they feel when I think about doing them than why I feel like it's okay for me to do them. (laughs) So for me, the worthiness part comes after I've made the decision and it's usually after I say it to someone and then I realize that maybe it's a bold thing to do or that not everyone feels that it's, you know, a choice they would make. And I think that comes up a lot. Like, for example, taking a day off every week. That's not something I would have thought of in other career paths that I was in, but because I see other people creating their own schedule and, you know, doing that for the benefit of showing up 100% when they are doing things with clients or spending time with their families, etc. And for me, it was something that I was like, okay, I'm just going to do this. But when you say it, out loud and you get reactions from people. I'm not saying this happened for me. I feel like sometimes where it comes up though for me is like when I say it and then someone says like, wow, you're so lucky to be able to do that. Or like, wow, like how are you going to manage that? Those kinds of reactions. Like I said, this hasn't happened for this particular thing. But in the past when I've made choices, those are the kinds of things that make me think, oh, is this not a choice that I should have made? Or was it a selfish choice? And Those are the things I kind of revert back to in those moments is thinking, oh, was this selfish or does this take away from someone else? And the only thing that really came up kind of around this was not so much that I was being made to feel unworthy, but the opposite, where when I told Danielle, who you guys know I work for in her community and and spirit school, I told her that I was going to do this because part of, like I told you before, my process is saying it out loud to people when I'm going to do something to hold myself accountable, make sure that everyone's on the same page, etc. And when I told it to her, she was like, okay, I know you're not going to like this, but I'm putting 
I know in my phone to not message you and, you know, don't expect you to respond to anything. And normally that is a time when I would start to question it and be like backpedaling and being like, well, if you need me, send me a message anyways, or, you know, text me if you need me. And, you know, maybe I'll check in once a day. Like I would in the past probably have gone back on my choice. But this time I was like, no, I, this feels good. If there was an emergency, I know she, you know, would be able to reach me, but she's honoring me just as I honor when she takes a goddess week every month. And I think having someone that sets an example like that really helps you to see your own worth when they prioritize themselves. And so my thinking behind also doing this so early in my business is it's one day a week, which I think a lot of people who have quote unquote regular jobs think of the weekend as their time off, but I've recognized even not having one of those jobs anymore that the weekend tends to be catching up with people who also have nine to five jobs, right? Or doing chores around the house that I don't get to during the week all the time or doing things that only happen on weekends. Like let's say in the summer, if you want to go to the farmer's market or if there's an event happening, a lot of those happen on the weekends, right? So I never have a full day on the weekend. That's just for me, really. I am always trying to fit in other things. And this just gives me this flexibility where, I mean, on Saturdays, I actually work occasionally. I've mentioned that before. I actually worked for only a couple hours today, but I did fit in a bit of work today. And that's kind of a flex thing where between Friday and Saturday are like one long day for me. But I also just don't mind working because I can create one work day out of two. And I'm now recording this actually it's Saturday night. And this is very rare. Usually I do not plan ahead. And usually I am leaving my own podcast to last and I don't get to it until Sunday or Monday. But because this all came so very clearly for me, I just was like, you know what, I'm going to record this as it happens when I'm in the energy of it, because I can always do another follow-up episode if more comes, but this kind of brings together the episode where I was talking about focus and finding balance. And it also is kind of going back to some other episodes when I've been talking about, obviously, spirit crumbs, believing that you can trust those. And also when I've talked about my path not being clear to me all the time. So I just wanted to start by saying that I got up on Thursday and it felt really weird. I purposely was like, you know what? I'm not opening my laptop today, except at one point I have to go on just to like close the comments on the partner signup post. But I was like, other than that, I am not touching my laptop, which is unheard of. Because usually even if I'm off, I have something I'm watching. But the trouble that I've talked about with the focus episode, which that's why this is the first time this has actually happened where I didn't open it, is that I realized once it's open, then when I have a thought about work or an idea or something, if it's open, I'll just go on and do it. So I was like, no, I'm going to not make it easy for myself to fall into my own bad habits. So I started out the day as I usually do with cards and I also did a bit of journaling and because someone had sent me a post the day before that or earlier before that in the week, but what had happened was I had seen a new episode of a podcast. It was an interview and I was like, I really want to listen to this one. It's a podcast I normally listen to, but I've told you guys before, I listen to episodes more when they feel aligned than just following through on podcasts. And this was one that was about like communicating with plants. And 
I was like, this is definitely where I'm going. I know this is the next area that I need to go back to. And the reason for this was I had been having these constant reminders of a reading I had with Amber really early in the journey in the collective. And she had told me that one of my guides is a fairy, which I've told you about before, and that I would be able to channel plants. This had been fresh on my mind. And after I had seen that episode, I went on with other things. And then this particular morning on Thursday, one of my dear friends, who was the first person I had a reading with on Zoom in the collective, sent me this post. And I opened it up and I was like, oh my gosh, everything about it, I was so lit up. I was like, this is exactly what I want to be doing. I was talking about connecting with plants, all this stuff. And then I was like, who is this? So I opened up the profile and it was the person being interviewed on the podcast episode. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? I was just like, oh my gosh, these are spirit crumbs. When I came back to sit down and journal, I was like, you know what? I know you're giving me a pretty clear sign that I have to do this work. And I had kind of seen that this person had a course and readings and I wasn't quite sure what to do. I know I want to do some sort of focused course, but I was like, I don't know. Do I find a book first? But I was like, okay, I need a sign of like what to do. And then I finished up with my journaling and I thought, you know what, just to make sure that I do art at some point today, I've been meaning to do a new copper etching plate for a new set of prints and a new edition of prints to do for sessions. So I pulled out all my stuff I needed, kind of got it set up, and I like to have books and reference materials around me all the time when I'm doing it. So I pulled together a bunch of stuff. And then when I was looking for this one book to have it open for inspiration, I realized that there was this magazine sitting there that I hadn't even looked at. And even when I got it, I didn't look at it. I just picked it up because at the library, you know what, they have those carts and things where you can grab so much stuff, a bag for $4 or whatever. And I never actually fill a bag because I'm bad enough with clutter, but I'll grab whatever's there. So sometimes I'll pay them the $4 for like one book or one magazine. This time I ended up getting some comics for my brothers and a book on RVing for my parents. And I had given them all that stuff at Easter, but I hadn't looked at the magazine I picked up, which was a horticulture magazine. And I was like, this might just be a gardening thing that I don't need, but I open it up at that time and most of it was about trees and the image I was going to be doing was I was going to be drawing a birch tree and it was about identifying them in the winter and I had been having this discussion back and forth in my head and with Lauren who was in the podcast episode with me which is not a coincidence because I heard her on someone else's podcast and because she talked about plants I was like I need to talk to her and now we connect regularly But I was like, yeah, this is all about the bark. Like, I didn't want to do the whole tree. I just wanted to do like the trunk of the tree. It was like a whole thing. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then when I just flipped through a little bit more, they actually had an article in this like horticulture magazine about plant consciousness and plants being aware of one another and their surroundings and things. And I was like, this is crazy. So I was like, okay, this is my third sign. I have to do this course. So I still wasn't 100% sure. And I wasn't quite ready to work. So I went for a long walk. I went and sat by the water in this little creek that I found a while ago that's at the back of this small park. And I was like, you know what? The reason I wasn't going down near the water before was because it was ice. (laughs) And I was like, it's not icy now. I can actually go down. So I went and sat down closer. I found a rock that was perfectly placed to sit by a tree. It was just a beautiful time. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's like little wildflowers everywhere. And I kept looking at all the wildflowers. And I I told you guys, I think before about how for a while, for some weird reason, I kept walking. And on my walks, if there were like little bits of like evergreen trees or like bark or whatever on the ground, I would just pick it up. And it was like involuntary. Like I could not not pick it up. And so this started happening, except that 
I was looking at like the wildflowers and I was like, I don't need these for anything. And I don't like to take things from nature. I've told you guys that before that usually I'll just take a photo. When I did the episode on decluttering, it was a lot about this because I knew even then, like a year ago that like I wanted to have these pieces of nature, but I don't believe in taking things from nature. But yeah, it was just very strong that day. So anyways, I did that and I really just connected so much with nature. It felt so good. I was on this long walk. It was a beautiful day. It's been beautiful most of the week other than, I mean, it snowed earlier in the week, but since then it's been really nice. I came back and I actually sat and did most of a first draft of a plate. I say first draft because in printmaking, when you're doing like intaglio, especially, there's really no great way to test a plate without actually putting ink in it and printing it or at least proofing it. And I wasn't at the point where I felt like doing inking. So it's still sitting there. I haven't tested it and I may need to add more lines or deepen the lines or something, but I was liking how it was looking and I just felt like I was going to ruin it if I did more. But I was even using like a Dremel that my parents got me last year for Christmas, like a year ago. And um, I hadn't used it for a lot. I had used it a little bit in a couple plates that I did for school last year. But since then, I hadn't really had a chance to use it and I'd been dying to do that. So it's kind of fun to pull that out again. Um, and then when I finished that, I was like, I'm going to go for another walk. So I did. And in the meantime, I had been talking to someone and they suggested a different course that was very similar to the one I was thinking of. And I was like, you know what, this is exactly what I needed to hear because this other course felt really aligned. But then I also wanted an Akashic record reading. So I was able to do both things to book them. And I felt so excited and couldn't wait to really dig in. And the other reason I liked this other course was that you don't just get automatic access to the whole course. You get weekly, just like one segment of it. And because I tend to binge things and not fully integrate them until later, like I'll come back to things and integrate more. I was like, this is going to be so good because I'll literally just have to sit with each different section of the course and really fully immerse myself in it. So I felt really good about that. And the other thing that kept coming up, I've talked about this a little bit before, but I just wasn't sure how it was going to fit in. But flower essences have been coming up nonstop for me for the last year, actually, maybe even longer. It's something that's come up quite often. It didn't even sit in my brain when I heard it the first few times. And I actually had forgotten that I had written it down or heard of it until someone else had mentioned them to me in a reading trade that we were doing. Really, it's only been the last six months to a year that I've been really heavily hearing it constantly. And that's what happened with Reiki and energy healing for me was that it was like, I could not stop hearing it. Like everyone was talking about it with me specifically, not just hearing it in general, but like hearing it around me. But this time it was just since I made this connection with plants and was like, okay, I'm going to do this. Everything I heard was flower essences. They were coming up in weird places that like normally they wouldn't be like, it wasn't just with spiritual people. It was like, all over the place. So I was like, you know what? I know this is something that feels more accessible for me to do, but I was like, you know what? I don't even know where I would get these flowers because I live in an apartment building. I need to clean the pigeon poop off of my balcony (laughs) before I can use it again. Oh my gosh. Now they only land on the outside mostly. So I'm one step closer. But anyways, I get the information in the first few emails for this new course. And one of the things they talk about is actually it was suggested that you get to know the flowers that are outside your door or close to you. I was like, you know what? I kept seeing all those wildflowers when I was out for my walk earlier. And so this was the same day. It was in the afternoon. And I was like, okay, tomorrow when I go, so on Friday, 
I'm going to pick up some flowers. So I did that and I was like, it's so interesting that most of the wildflowers are all like this purple and like indigo sort of blue color. So I kind of just picked one of each and I brought a little offering of hair everywhere I took these wildflowers from. And then I got home and realized that one of the first things you do in the course is do a flower and fire ceremony where you use fresh flowers, you place them on an altar, and you light a candle and set an intention. So I was like, oh my gosh, this is beautiful. So I did it, but I realized when I was listening to the meditation that goes along with it that you're supposed to know, obviously, what these flowers are. And so I set my intention, which came through very clearly, but then I was like, oh yeah, I should probably figure out what these even are because I had a general idea about what a couple of them were, but I was like, I've never actually familiarized myself with the wildflowers here since I've lived here. I had only picked a few of the ones that I had seen because I went for a shorter walk. So I was like, okay, well, I'll go with the ones that I started with and I'll go back and get some tomorrow, which was today. The ones I looked up that I had, I literally was like almost in tears because the very first one I picked up, it's called a marsh marigold, but it's actually a buttercup. And I had picked a few of them there. I found a few different sources like I usually do. I think I talked about this in an episode where I was talking about animals. And I did this again, I think with plants, another episode. I forget what I talk about, but I know I did this when I did animals where I talked about how I go on the internet and usually the first source I find is very accurate, but I'll still look at other ones. And flower essences are interesting because, and meanings, because there's like the language of flowers that people are familiar with. There are cultural things, but I found it really interesting looking up what the flower essence meanings were because there's the Bach flower essences, which is the ones that people are familiar with. It's kind of like the Judy Hall crystal Bible, you know, the first one that came up, I opened up for buttercups and I literally cupped my hands to my face. I'll read you a quote from it. Buttercup flower essence is for finding time for yourself and the things you want to do and for feeling energized enough to do them. It helps increase your self-confidence and creativity and to feel the sunshine inside again. Buttercup flower brings energy for inspirational creativity. And I couldn't believe it because that's exactly my intention for having these days off. So then I looked up Marsh Marigold specifically, and it talks about finding your inner source and inspiration, being true to yourself, rediscovering your path, creating your own life. And I was like, this is so, so resonating. And then there was this other tiny little flower, which was like a white with a blue tint to it. And it had these blue stripes and it's called a striped squill. I think there's like specific species that this is, but I couldn't find anyone that had done a flower essence until I found one today. But at the time I just looked up the striped squill and it's all about being present, being tuned in and grounded. And I couldn't believe it because this one also talked about in one of the sources being laser focused and deeply aligned with your path. And then another one was saying that you don't waver with distractions, you stay the course on a clear path. And so it represents presence, stillness, and divinity. I was like, this is incredible. I cannot believe this. And I was so, so grateful for that message because it just showed me that like, this is the exact path I meant to be on. Like I was meant to be connected with these flowers, connected with the earth and the land that I live on. Obviously it's indigenous land and I have a great, great respect for that. 
And I was just like, this is just another way for me to be connected to it. The next one that I found, I have seen a few places I've lived, but it's called Speedwell and it's like a ground cover. So the flowers are those like tiny, tiny little blue ones. There's only four petals and they fade to white in the middle. They're like an indigo blue. These ones are to increase intuitive awareness. And the thing that I loved is there's two different sources I used for this and I can't remember which one's which now, but it says to know the right speed for yourself and going from like finding the calm in the chaos. And one of the little quotes is, it allows you to rest, bringing a feeling of space to allow you to follow your inner guide. And that is exactly what I've been talking about with this thing is to give myself space. And it's about another quote from, I think, a different source. It helps people who are moving too fast, having trouble living in the present. So this is another one that's about stillness and focus, focusing on small tasks that cover a lot of ground. And this gives you the ability to see ahead objectively to really know that you're working towards your overall vision. And then another source said, many times we re- when we receive revelation from the spiritual realm, we immediately try to get it to make sense through leaning on our own understanding and it can be lost in translation. And that's totally true. I feel like I'm always being like, okay, what does this exactly mean? And even looking up these flowers right away, I was like, did I need to be doing this? Obviously they made a lot of sense. So I felt good about that, but I'm also not rushing into anything. Like normally I was thinking about it. Like my instinct was to be like, okay, I need to get all the things I need to start making flower essences, thinking of all the things that I needed to do immediately. And then I thought, no, I don't have to do any of this right now. There are a few things I'm going to start with and that's okay. I will get the things as I need them. And then the last flower that I found today was a violet and there's so many different kinds, but the major themes of this are also it being a very spiritual flower. It talks a lot about it being overlooked and that it has many gifts and how people drawn to it are similar to that. It says that it's attuned to highly evolved and fragile souls, assisting with self-liberation, self-expression, and individuation while retaining the refined and tender qualities of their feminine beauty. What's interesting about this is that my human design incarnation cross is about individuation and helping other people find their own individual way of being by stepping into my own. So that really resonated with me. And then what was interesting was it talks about it being like soft and delicate, how it can cleanse away what is no longer needed, which again, really resonated. But something that this really snapped into focus for me this afternoon when I was thinking about all this was my name. I hadn't thought about it in so long because I don't use my middle name for anything, but my middle name is Lee, but it's spelled L-E-A. And the meaning of it is a meadow or pasture. And the other meaning of it is like being fragile or delicate. And like, I think weary is one of the words, but the way that I've always seen it come up is usually as a Lee and Meadow because it's an actual word for it. When I looked it up today, I was curious of like how it would come up. And it was talking a lot about, it kept saying arable land, which is land that is, you know, healthy for crops, for creating something new. And it talks about how usually it's land that you can send animals out to graze on, and then you turn it over and you plant a new crop. And I was like, that feels like my life. Like, 
I do as much as I can with one thing and I'm not afraid of those shadow moments. I actually got the transformation card in the John Holland psychic tarot deck as one of my cards today, which is the death card. And I was just like, mm-hmm, yep, that feels about right. And it's not something that scares me anymore. I still am a little bit like, okay, I'm tired. I don't want to constantly be doing this, but you know, it's a card that I'm familiar with. It's an energy I'm familiar with. And that made so much sense because it's like a feminine energy about it, but there's still this transformation. So this, even talking about the violet, how it's soft and delicate, but it can cleanse away what no longer serves you. That's that same energy. And then I realized what's so funny is I totally forgot that like my name, Andrea, it's a form of Andrew, but it's also like an, a gender neutral name, right? Like there's people named Andrea in, you know, Italian and other cultures who are male. I feel like that also resonates with my energy because as you guys know, I'm very masculine a lot of the time and the meaning of it is actually manly (laughs) and it means brave and strong. And that also makes sense for me. And it's part of my energy. And I never really thought about it until I was going on this kind of energetic journey today, going through that thought process and realizing my name really does resonate with my energy because I do have a softer side. I do have a side of myself wanting to connect with plants and feed chipmunks. It's the snow white energy, that energy of like going in the forest. This is just something that is so lifting my energy. Like on Thursday, I couldn't believe how I felt. I I woke up on Friday morning and I felt like a full on different person. It's such a different vibration already. I do feel like the flower and fire ceremony, my intention for it came through really strongly. So I feel like it's something that my soul just already knew. There's another piece that I'm not going to introduce yet because I have to do some more intentions and kind of allow that to come through because it's something that's like another full circle thing that comes back. But I just feel like this is so exciting and I'm so excited to share little snippets on Instagram of my process with printmaking as well. I talked about it a bit in another episode, but I just want to share it a bit on Instagram because I feel like I don't share a lot about my art process there. And I think that it's just super fun. So I think you guys will enjoy it. I hope you will. It'll be on my concrete and crystals and I'll try to remember to share it to my stories on spirit crumbs, but I am super excited for that. My plan for this series, the birch one, it will be a limited number. And then I will release that number of prints to be added to energy healing sessions. So they will be sessions where we do the usual, where it's remote, where normally we just agree on a time, we do a session, and then there is a 10-minute Zoom at the end to connect and talk about it. So that will be necessary unless you want to do an email. Some people prefer to do email just to connect after. And based on both of our experiences, I kind of sit with that energy and then I do watercolor on top of the print. So the print will be like black line work basically. And then I do watercolor on top of that. And then that will be a print that is unique to you. So we call that a varied edition. So that means that there is something consistent between all of them, but they're all slightly different. So sometimes the varied edition might be different colors. Sometimes it's just very slight changes, but the idea is that that specific plate is the addition. And so for this, it's the watercolor. Sometimes I add a little bit of pastel or something as well, but that is how they will work. And then I will mail you the print. So you have the actual print. And what I'm going to be doing is using water that has been sitting with a certain flower or plant as well 
to do the watercolors so that it'll have that additional energy in it. And then I always give that print a Reiki session as well. I send it some energy. It's something that people have asked me a lot for actually because I did the series on them. I think I'll have to post it again, but I did a series of them last year. I think it had 12 total in that series in that edition before I had to retire the plate and it was really, really fun. I loved it. It was actually for my final printmaking project for my degree. So that was really exciting. Yeah, I'm going to do it again. So I'll be sharing on Instagram as that comes forward. I have opened up my calendar in the meantime, if you're just interested in booking a healing energy session or a coaching session, I believe I do have times open for both, definitely for the healing. I'm hoping that you're all enjoying this eclipse energy. Today was the solar eclipse in Taurus. I think that's another reason why this energy is so, so potent because there's so much earth energy Taurus as well as art and as well as the body and I've been going for lots of walks like I feel like I can't stop going out for walks which is amazing. I hope you're all having a great experience with that energy and that you're really starting to you know cut away anything that's unnecessary. You'll be hearing this on Tuesday so it'll be a few days after but the energy will still be around so you'll have to let me know how it's been feeling for you and I look forward to connecting next week. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Spirit Crumbs. You can find me on Instagram for this podcast at Spirit Crumbs, or you can also find me at Concrete and Crystals for my own spiritual offerings and more tidbits about my own journey. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.